0: Welcome to the Corporate Treasury 101 podcast. I'm Hussam
1: and I'm Guillaume. In this podcast we are going through the fundamental concepts of corporate treasury which I'll learn from my experience working at a big four consulting company and you'll
0: explain it in a way that someone like me who knows nothing about the topic can understand.
1: We hope you enjoy the
0: episode. Hey, man. So, in the previous episode, you explained what corporate treasury was by going through the main topics and giving us a good overview. Yeah. So, delving further into that, how should we go further into corporate treasury?
1: Yeah. Okay. So, we indeed explained the very basics in the previous episodes um, of treasury and corporate treasury. Uh, And I really recommend to anybody who's getting into this awesome topic of what corporate treasury is, to listen to it before this one. Now, a promise is a promise. Let's develop on the different topics we can find in corporate treasury. But first of all, a little disclaimer. We'll obviously get more and more in details of each topic in the following episode. The idea here is to have a high level 360 degrees view of corporate treasury. Also, even if this is rather a niche topic, there are a lot of things you can find in corporate treasury. We will be covering here as much as possible, but certain subsections might be discarded for now because too detailed or not relevant for the moment. Sounds good to me. So if someone was getting completely new into the field of
0: corporate treasury, could you give an overview of the topics that we will be covering to give them a better
1: understanding of the topic? Yeah, absolutely. So as we said last time, um, treasury is making sure the cash and financial state of the company is managed in a way that makes it able to comply with its financial obligations, which means paying on time, its different counterparts, and collecting money on time from its clients. So what makes it corporate treasury is when we typically talk about companies as of a certain size, where these two aspects reach a scale where their management needs specific tools and processes. There are of course many aspects of corporate treasury, but we can typically find four main ones. Let's call them the four pillars of corporate treasury, which will go a little bit more in detail in a moment, but in a nutshell. The first one is cash and liquidity management. The second one is corporate finance. The third one is financial risk management. And the fourth is bank relationship management. Now, this might all sound like a little complicated and rather complex topics, but I promise you, you'll see it very differently at the end of this episode. So, Usan, what topic would you like to tackle first? Okay, so that's a lot of
0: big words. Um, well, let's start from the start. So explain to us cash and liquidity management,
1: please. Yeah, absolutely. So I actually think this is a good topic to start with. And let's dive into it. So cash and liquidity management. Well, basically, it's in the title, right? It's the management of cash and liquidity. Cash, we talked about it already. So it's rather straightforward. How and when do you receive money? And same question goes for paying and getting money out, basically. Now, the interesting term here is liquidity. Let's take a little bit of time to break this concept down. What is liquidity? So liquidity is the ability of the company to raise cash when it needs it. Typically to pay suppliers, salaries, tax, etc. Or to fund unexpected events such as, um, well, a a machine needs to be replaced or the company needs for some reason to pay a huge fine. Or you have had a water damage in your company and your restaurant uh, needs a new roof, for instance. Does it make sense?
0: I think so, but I think the one thing we can do better in this podcast is give more examples to highlight these maybe arbitrary concepts. So could you give an example on this, please?
1: Absolutely. So let's take a more or less fictional example, right? That will probably talk to everybody. So Shares on a stock market. Let's say you're in uh, 1980 and a certain company, Apple, has just arrived on the stock market, right? So they did what we call an IPO, Initial Public Offering. You, Hussam, are a couple of weeks after this IPO and you have the feeling that somehow this company is going to do great in the future. So you want to buy some shares in order to make a profitable investment, right? Unfortunately, other very smart people all around the globe think the same and they all want to buy some shares from Apple. But there aren't as many vendors as buyers because they all want to keep their shares because they also feel uh, it's going to be worth much more in the upcoming future. So the offer can't match the demand. So you eventually can't buy shares because the product, the asset here, isn't available enough on the market. We say that the asset, the product is not liquid. Few months later, the price went up uh, and people start to sell shares. The offer starts to match the demand and the asset, financial here, is available on the market. It is liquid. Now, back to treasury. Here we talk about the liquidity of cash. How much cash can I free to comply with my financial obligations? And is my cash liquid or not? For instance, you might have some huge assets, right? Um, Real estate, for example, you own thousands of big buildings. Uh, which are worth a lot of money but you cannot sell them so easily so you cannot free up cash so easily if this is your only asset your liquidity is rather low if you have for instance a lot of stock of the project you are making uh, and you can manage to sell it fast your cash liquidity is high because your available cash can become quite high in a short period of time does that make a little bit more sense with those examples yeah i think so so essentially
0: if i had to summarize yeah. Liquidity is just another word for availability. So, Exactly. If you're more liquid, that means you have more cash available to manage some uncertainties around you. And if you're illiquid or non-liquid, it means that you just don't have the cash available fast enough, perhaps, to react to what you need to.
1: Man, you're getting
0: quite good at corporate treasury. I have a good teacher. <laughs> yeah, no, that's,
1: that's definitely it. Good.